Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Hello and welcome to Your Utah. I am Taylor Powers. Over there is Ethan Millard, bringing you all things on the Wasatch Front. Today, we have two really, really cool things going on, uh, one of which is a once-a-year event held down at the Natural History Museum of Utah. It's a behind-the-scenes look, and it kind of opens up these doors that you don't get access to except for this one weekend of the year. And I'm, I'm not going to miss it again. I'm going to promise <laughs> yeah. you this. This is the year for yes. me. Um, and the other one, uh, which we're going to talk about this one first. This is a, this is a club. It's a family club at part of the Hogle Zoo. Uh, this is the first I've heard of it when I did some research, and it's called the um, the Family Nature Club. I love this idea, and this is, this is new to me too. I'm t- completely unfamiliar with this. But it's been going on. It has. <laughs> yeah, they had. Why were they keeping it a secret? I, maybe they didn't want the club to get too big. Like <laughs> it's kind of exclusive. Really exclusive. That's right. <laughs> right. 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 Um, okay. So what? Let me tell you the the brief overview of what the Family Nature Club is. Okay. Uh, it's it's put on by Hogle Zoo, and you can go on to their website, hogelzoo.com, and just search for the Family Nature Club. It's, I just need to do a better job of following the Hogel Zoo because obviously yeah. they've been promoting yeah. this like on social media and stuff. Well, I, th- I think also members of Hogel Zoo have a lot more access and information about all this stuff. Yeah. So, um, so it's every month, the first Saturday of every month on a, uh, from 10 a.m. to noon and it's $2 per person and they, you know, they recommend families. Right. And no child can go alone. They have to have an adult. Okay. That seems fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't want... They're uh, not a babysitting They're not babysitting service, your yeah. kids. Um, and it's just a two-hour event, and they have all these different activities. You know, it's it's once a month, so obviously we only have two left this year. Um, but if you're interested and you go this weekend, it's November 4th is the November one, and it's disc golf at Creekside Park. Great. Which, which which one is Creekside Park? That's the one down in um in like Holiday? Milk, Holiday Mill Creek area. It's down like ninth um, or tenth east or something. You know where that Sprouts is down there? Yes, it's right across from the Sprouts or okay. Kitty Corner from the Sprouts. All right, okay. All so right. what is that like Highland and something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just look it up. It's Creekside Park. It's a beautiful, beautiful disc golf park. Easily the best one in Salt Lake, if not in. The whole world, just say it, the whole world. <laughs> well, I was going to say in Utah, but I haven't been to all of them in Utah. Yeah. But it's one of my favorites to go to. Uh, so I would recommend going and getting, especially if your kids have never played disc golf, there's going to be tons of other families there. There's not going to be any pressure of a group, no. a group waiting behind you that are, you know, pros or whatever. Right, right, right. All up in their heads. So right. it'll be a great place to learn and practice and just, you know, have fun at the park. So that's that's tomorrow, November fourth, at ten a.m. and it goes till noon. Um, Two dollars per person, and 
it's kind of just going to be this club. So you're going to get to know the people as right. you start going. You do have to register. So again, go to hogglezoo.com or .org and go to the daily programs and you'll find it and you'll find the link to register. And then the one, what's the one in December? Do they have the info on that? Yeah. So December's, December 2nd is the Winter Bird Watch. And that's at Utah's Huggle Zoo. Okay. Um, and some of the other ones, just so you can kind of get an idea of what they're like. In um, last January, there was snowshoeing at uh, Swanner Preserve. Okay. So that... I've heard of it. Okay. I... Um, there was ice fishing, tundra swan viewing at Bear River Migratory Bird Refuge. Cool. Mountain goat viewing in Little Cotton Canyon. So this is, uh, this is not... Like make a rabbit out of cotton balls no, kind of club. No, this, this is, is like get out there in nature and this is a real deal. Learn how to do these things. Yeah, archery. There was archery introduction to archery. That would be cool at uh, Rockport State Park. There was an apple harvest, a spider hunt, hummingbird hike, frog frolic. There are tons of really great events to get your kids exposed to oh, the heart, like the. You know, the real nature, not right. like going on a walk at Memory Grove. Right, right, right. I'm impressed. I'm impressed by these yeah. activities because they're, they're ambitious. I feel like they're ambitious also for yeah. an organization. Uh-huh. Especially for, you know, you, there's no restriction on how old these kids are. Cool. Well, and no wonder they want the parents there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's it on that. A cool. really cool club that I'm sure you would meet some like-minded families and individuals. Yeah, for sure. And get your kids exposed to different types of friends than they don't see at their own school. So Awesome. All right. Hogelzoo.org to get into that. When we come back, we've got another really cool opportunity. It's also coming up this weekend uh, with the Natural History Museum of Utah. They've got a lot of cool stuff out on display. They've got a lot of cool stuff behind the scenes. If you've ever wondered they've got back, what they've got back in their closet, they're going to roll it all out for you this weekend. We'll tell you how to get back there and see it when we come back. So the Natural History Museum of Utah is, I mean, it's already kind of legendary. It's it's newish. You know, it used to be down further down in the University of Utah campus. There are President Circles on President Circle for a long time. And uh, this new museum they've got up there at uh, Above Research Park is just so amazing. they got so many cool things out. But they've also got a ton of stuff that is just tucked away, where places where they do research just storage odds and ends that they don't have you know full exhibits for or i can only imagine i've never been back there but you can only imagine what a natural history museum might have tucked away yeah and it's such a big museum that Mm -hmm. they're changing exhibits all the time and they don't just throw the old ones in the garbage so this is what they've got they've got tomorrow and sunday november 4th and 5th from 10 a.m to 5 p.m both days they are offering you a behind-the-scenes look in the off-limits areas of the Natural History Museum of Utah. Now, they do this every weekend. It's called the Behind-the-Scenes Weekend. And you're basically able to go through, see what's back behind there, not on display. And they also give you access to the scientists who work, who do the research, who work on the collections, and who help build the exhibits. It just really gives you an insider's view of the museum. So it is an extremely cool event. It really sounds like it. 
If, I mean, I mean, just to just to go there myself, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about how cool it would be. But for Ethan, like your kids, yes. how excited and you know they're they'd be so amazed to just see that. And I and even you if you got to touch anything, <laughs> like come on. I can only right. imagine. Right, a little bit, a little bit of hands on something. This is a big deal. Now, this is uh, part of your admission for these two days. You go, you pay for the admission, and then you can get into the exhibit. Mm-hmm. But That's great. No extra cost. What they're doing is they're adding in a little bit of extra incentive for becoming a museum member, because if you are a member at the Natural History Museum, you get into the museum for free. So you get into this exhibit for free. Right. Not only that, but they also have a members-only hospitality suite oh. with light refreshments throughout the day. Wow. So if you've been thinking about signing up to be a member of the Natural History Museum, then this might be an opportunity to do it because you get into the exhibit and then you can also uh, check out the hospitality suite and enjoy a little snack. Very cool. That's Very not cool. bad, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, cool. how often do they change their exhibits? I don't know. I don't know, actually. I ha- They've got – so as you kind of walk into the building, I feel like the stuff on the left has changed a lot more often mm-hmm. than the stuff on the right. Those are more like the permanent exhibits. But I don't know how often they make major changes to their, yeah. to their exhibits. Well, either way, you can't see everything. So no. the, every time you go, you're going to see something new or learn something new. Yeah, it's a neat – it's a really neat place. And what Very a cool, cool. opportunity. Yeah. Uh, they a couple of the options they're going to be doing is they're going to have a lot of dinosaur stuff. Mm-hmm. They're going to show you a lot of stuff uh, from uh, Native American artifacts uh, from around the state mm-hmm. that they found that they use in their research and take part in the collection. So there's some, a lot of cool stuff that you'll be able to that you'll be able to check out. So they're also going to have Utah's largest bat, which I assume they're talking about the animal. I would hope so. <laughs> and I don't even know what that would be. I know we have bats because we've got bats in our neighborhood like I know, crazy. but I'm trying to like imagine like How big only bats I've seen are, you know, not that much bigger than my own hand. Yeah, they're little, they're little small guys. But what if they have like a pterodactyl size? <laughs> <laughs> Utah's largest bat. <laughs> it's a crossbreed. <laughs> it's as big as a car. It's pretty much Jurassic Park. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's why it's dead yeah. in here. We can't let it live. All well, right. It doesn't say that it's dead, actually. No, uh, you're right. <laughs> I guess you're right. It does say get nose to nose with Utah's largest bat. Hmm. Well, when we finish up, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can only imagine what's going to come up. So. Uh, well, I think. Anything else on your end? No, that no, it? that's it. Yeah, just uh, right. if you if you want more information, the website for the Natural History Museum is nhmu.utah.edu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can just search behind the scenes, and you'll be able to find it. There you go. I love All right. It. Well, th- this was great. We have two kind of exclusive events, yeah. or clubs, opportunities to you take advantage of. So we hope that you do that. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you get out there and enjoy your Utah.